Well, 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 we are back. My name is Logic. And I'm Love. And it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Sorry. Sorry. I feel guilty. <laughs> I do too. Uh, this was something that we took on a little over a year ago. And unfortunately, after, well, three released episodes, we recorded more that we ended up deciding not to publish. But we just, we stopped. COVID hit. Uh, our last episode was released in January of 2020. Mm, right before it all went to hell. <laughs> yeah, right before it went to hell in a handbasket. But, uh, yeah, everything changed when the COVID attacked. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> we set out a goal to make a podcast in 2020, and unfortunately 2020 was just not the year for us. But we're ending 2020. We're going into 2021. I'm hopeful for 2021. We're going to put a salt circle around 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah. So um, I thought we would start by catching up. A lot of big things have happened since we last released an episode uh, yeah. in our personal lives. Um, one of the major things is that Logic and Love got engaged. Yay! Yay. Now we're Logic Love. Yeah. So we got engaged in July on a mountaintop in Acadia, which was amazing. It was awesome. And our wedding is planned. Yes, I'm very proud of you too. You did a really nice job. Um, our wedding is planned for September of 2021. If everything goes well, we are flexible on our date. If the world is still not in a great place in September 2021, then we plan to push it. But I'm I'm pretty hopeful that it's going to work out and it's going to be good. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully everything goes all right. Um, even if. It doesn't. We've kept a really minimum amount of people going anyway. Yeah. So our our guest list is small anyway, so we would still be under CDC guidelines even if we did decide to keep our date. Yeah. So that's going to be good. I think that's going to happen either way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so obviously everything's changed. Um, what else? I got a new job. You did. right? Pretty much right after we recorded our last episode, you got a new job. And then you started that new job, what, two weeks before COVID officially hit? Yeah, so I got hired on. Um, so I work, I, I, before, just to kind of recap, I worked at a distributor um, in technology. Uh, so I was doing like basic Windows and server administration, um, things like that. And then uh, we, I worked very closely with, um, they're called an MSP, managed service provider, um, called systems engineering in that job. And I sort of fell in love with uh, how they do work. So I put an application out to a company local, like very local. They're like right across. They're like two roads over from me. Um, but uh, so I put in an application with them and uh, I got the job. So but yeah, I started like two weeks before COVID officially hit, you know, USA and, and lockdown happened. So I'm very fortunate to have gotten a job a closer but B, uh, before they changed, they got a chance to change their mind, basically. So. Um, and you're fortunate in that you got a job that working home was very possible. So you were immediately able to make that transition and continue working from home pretty seamlessly, I would say. Yeah, they basically handed me a laptop and they're like, all right, go ahead, do your thing. And then two weeks go by and I'm, I'm just working from home full time. And uh, 
And you're so much happier in your current job. It's I've seen such a difference with you work-wise in the last year. You've grown so much and you've learned so much and you just seem like a... I mean, you have your stressful days, but I would say in general, you're a much happier person than you were with your old job. Yeah, I agreed for sure. And I, uh, I was in vet med for this whole time since our last podcast, uh, veterinary receptionist, and we were in essential service, so we stayed open through COVID. We did the curbside wore masks, did, you know, all of our hardcore cleaning policies and followed CDC guidelines. And things got really tough with that job, I will say. With COVID, my job got so much harder, just emotionally, physically, mentally, every aspect of my job got harder. People were noticing more things about their pets and we were busier than ever. I had an amazing team. My work family just really carried me through it. I definitely would not have been able to do it without them. But all of that said, this past month, I decided that for my mental health sake, I just could not do it anymore. Uh, Clients were unfortunately being very toxic and it was really taking a toll on me. So I made the decision for myself to leave that job and get something that would be a little easier on me emotionally. Yep. Um, so I started a new job last week as a seamstress, which is very different, a huge change of pace. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the pacing and the the learning new skills, using my creative side, the quiet. <laughs> yeah. And, so. and plus, bonus, no customers. <laughs> no customers. I don't have to deal with any customers directly. My boss does, but I, I will not have to deal with anyone directly, which is a huge relief to me right now. Um, as an introvert and after all of the burnout that I felt from my previous job, it's, it's definitely a breath of fresh air. Yep. So. I can't imagine dealing with a customer-facing job, well, even just over the phone through COVID. Um, well... I, I basically do, but I think our jobs are just so different mm-hmm. from reception to technology that mm-hmm. um, the stories you were telling me coming home from work were just, like, mortifying. Like, why would you say that to anybody? I mean, I would like, get screamed at for a solid 30 minutes by a client. I'm, anyone who's in customer service or reception or any client customer-based job right now, my heart goes out to you. It's so hard, and especially now it's even harder it's it's a lot and people can be so mean and even though they probably don't mean it they're having just as hard of a time as you are and they're choosing to release that stress on receptionists and client-based customer service-based jobs it's it's unfortunate but it's one of the realities of the COVID-19 world right now. Yeah. So if, I mean, if you're listening to this and you are in retail or customer service or whatever, uh, hats off to you, really, because it's not easy. It's not easy, but you're doing awesome. So just keep on keeping on, my friends. Um, So that's, that's our, our big updates. I would say other than that, we don't have a whole lot going on. We're, we're doing our best to be safe and no one's got a whole lot going on right now. Yeah. Just been working on personal projects, um, myself, and um, you know, working and just trying to get through this year. And yep. I think you've been pretty much doing the same. Yep. 
um, the biggest reason that we decided to come back. A, I started my new job. I've got a lot more time on my hands. I'm not working 12-hour shifts anymore, so I do have more time for myself, which is important. You're on vacation this week, and I got home from work today, and I was like, you know what? Our podcast was really important. Having discussions with your your spouse or someone in your life, your friends, your family, it's important to have serious discussions and to talk about things. So I think it was good for us, and I think it was good for others. We had multiple people say, hey, you really stimulated some conversation between me and so-and-so, and that felt really good to hear. So I think it's good to encourage discussion. It's important. Yeah, uh, say what you want about podcasts, but it's sort of a therapy. Um, it really gets you to speak your emotions and what you're feeling. And for someone like me, who is a very logical thinker, haha, uh-huh, um, oh. <laughs> uh, that's very important. And I actually got a glimpse of that. I was recording a YouTube video earlier and sort of changed pace on uh, what I was talking about. Normally, I talk about just technology and coding. But I sort of switched gears and talked a little bit about how I was feeling about it all. And uh, I think that's super important. So uh, if you're looking for some good free therapy, start a podcast with your significant other. (laughs) Or anyone in your life that you can have a good conversation with. And we don't talk about necessarily what we're going to say during these episodes. We have an overview of our topic and what we'd like to do. But anything that comes out of our mouth is not planned. We don't. We don't discuss topics ahead of time because we want to surprise each other. Yeah. Add a little spice. A little spice. Mm. Why is it spicy? So on that note, let's get into (laughs) the topic. Um, To keep things timely, I thought we would talk about COVID exhaustion or COVID fatigue, which are recently coined terms. I don't know if they're official terms, official diagnoses, etc., but... I've been seeing them more and more. Oh, it's real. That's it's for damn it's sure. a real thing. It's just the terminology that I'm, I mean, hasn't, I don't think officially been coined. Maybe it has. Um, well, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Uh, the basic definition of COVID exhaustion or COVID fatigue is just an overall emotional exhaustion. And that's just from existing in the world of COVID-19. Same. Yeah. A lot of people, I would say most people are feeling this, whether they know it or not. And we're very fortunate that we both were able to keep our jobs, keep food on the table, keep paying our rent. We were very fortunate to be as minorly affected as we have been by COVID-19 other than our lifestyle. Uh, But even then, we've still struggled a lot. And everyone has. Just anyone you talk to has things to say about how they're feeling and even like you said even people that don't normally talk about their feelings I feel like are right now yeah it's like something in the air just after a year of being sort of bottled up and in quarantine whether you like it or not like even if you're not really identifying as someone that quarantines or is like very um like not in a public space right now um you sort of can't help it just sort of because state guidelines and everything things are shutting down earlier um social distancing everywhere so even if you're like choosing not to be like a socially distant person right now which i by the way is not okay stop doing that be socially distant (laughs) but I, i digress um it's still emotionally draining because, and I get that. I mean, people are extroverted. Like there are people that are mm-hmm. social butterflies. Definitely. And they need like that stimulation. Yep. 
And so I don't blame them for like wanting to go out and try to do things, but even for them, it's difficult because of state guidelines and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, and as a, I mean, as as a country, as a whole, I do think that America has an issue with putting others in front of ourselves. Definitely, I think other countries were able to get through this a lot quicker because they, as a, a culture and as a value system, put others' needs ahead of their own and. America values the self a bit more than the whole. And sometimes that's great. I think we have a lot of amazing, you know, art and culture and success because we we push the boundaries and we strive for success. But I think the flip side of that coin is that we tend to put ourselves ahead of others when we need to put others ahead of ourselves. If you're wanting to go out and have fun and you don't care if you get covid you could still be carrying COVID and not know and give that to someone who's going to give it to someone and they could die. I mean, that is literally what a virus is. It is literally what a virus is. And we're fortunate in that we didn't know how this works really because we've never gone through it before. But it's unfortunate that we're going through it now. And we need to keep in mind that it's something that affects everyone. Even if you personally don't care, other people care. Other people with health risks could be yeah. a lot more affected than you. I work with someone that herself, she doesn't have any sort of underlying issues. If she got COVID tomorrow, she'd probably be fine. But she has a son and two parents who all have uh, asthma. Mm-hmm. And her son has severe, like, hospitalization, like, asthma. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means because I, I, don't, I don't have a lot of experience with it. But what she was telling me was, like, he is extremely high risk and he's young and he's going to public school right now. So she's a wreck for her son. Like, and, and it would be completely irresponsible for her to go out for herself right now as much as she probably needs it. Yep. You know? And that's uh, hard too. Yep. Doing would... the responsible thing is hard. No one said it was easy. Yeah. You know, we all say that you need to do it, but no one said it was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, So back to COVID fatigue and exhaustion and how it's been affecting everybody. I mean, we've kind of started talking about it. We digressed a little bit, but there's definitely some major physical, mental, emotional effects of all of this. And some we can talk about our personal ones. We can open up the floor in the comments. Anyone can feel free to share theirs. We can generalize. But I know for me personally... I started having some heart problems with just the massive amounts of stress between my job and COVID-19 and the election and just media and the world as a whole. I started developing an irregular heart rate and it was putting me at risk for a heart attack. So I did have to go to the doctor and get some testing and go on a medication And I've definitely gotten that more under control in the last couple of months, but it's a scary thing. I still feel my heart accelerate and get out of control on some days, and I have medication for that now, but that doesn't make it any less scary. I haven't really talked about it with many of my friends, really only my immediate friends and family know, but... I think it's good to talk about because it is scary. I went to the doctor right away. I got it sorted, but that doesn't make it any less scary. Yeah. 
And for those of you who are thinking, man, eh, you probably just have anxiety, get over it. Um, I bear witness to an event where we were literally just sitting down. Actually, I think we were laying down and your resting heart rate was like 110. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's a little high. We might want to keep our eyes on that. Like I was thinking, yeah, she's probably having a panic attack right now. But it was like steady all night. And then the morning after it was still 110. And I'm like, you sh- really shouldn't be that i mean that's like what my heart rate is after a quick jog like and that's what your resting heart rate was so not okay if your heart rate is 110 all the time go see a doctor please that's not okay and that's not normal yep i have an apple watch and my apple watch does tell me what my heart rate is and normally throughout the day it was spiking at 160 which is that's like heart attack range for sure yeah if you're not currently exercising there's no reason for your heart rate to be at 160 and mine was so it's it's not good bad news bears not good nope Uh, another thing that's really hit home for me is hair loss and this is something that i was struggling with silently my hair has been coming out in handfuls i mean every time i brush my hair run my fingers through my hair i get handfuls of hair and in my brush or in my hand and I'm showing bald spots on my head. I've been having to change my hairstyle to hide them. It's it's a very personal thing that has really taken a toll on my mental health and my self-confidence. And then I saw someone that I went to high school with make a story on Instagram asking if anyone else has been experiencing crazy amounts of hair loss since COVID-19. And my mind was blown. I had no idea that someone else was having this issue. So I reached out to her and I said, hey, thank you for posting that because I thought I was the only one. And even though I don't wish that on anybody, it was so nice to hear that I'm not alone. And she messaged me back and said the amount of people that responded to that story was incredible. So many people reached out to her saying that they've had issues with hair loss. And she said that what she was going to do was talk to each person that messaged her and figure out what they've been doing for it and how it's helping them and then put together a compilation in her story of ways to combat this. And I just thought that was awesome Mm. and really gave me a feeling of support and hope. And I've been doing a bunch of things to combat my hair loss and testing those out. So I'll probably reach out to her soon and let her know how all of that's been going. But that support, just that little bit of support went such a long way for me, just to know I wasn't alone. Yeah, that's definitely wild. How about you? How, what are your, what's been your personal effects or the big ones that you can think of? Um, so this, I didn't actually think it was affecting me really at all until I started vacation. I don't know if you've noticed, but like something snapped inside of me where I've just needed to game for like my entire life oh i noticed (laughs) and it's like like you know i think we've actually talked about it on a previous podcast um the all about gaming one um it's an outlet for me Mm -hmm. and it always has been it's never been an addictive outlet or anything like that but it's an outlet It, it it lets me create a world that i control and i can do what i want in that world whether it's killing monsters or um being a really cool looking person on wow um anyway uh and so that outlet uh for me recently has been so strong 
and I think it's basically like 100% because COVID has just stressed me out to the point where um, like I just need that outlet right now mm-hmm. and like I'm sort of embracing it with with arms open at this point because I feel like I actually need it um, but after today I mean I like wow it's been down I haven't I haven't gamed one minute today but for the last I think I pumped like 30 hours in the last three days of gaming I believe it you pretty much have not left your desk for the past three days yeah so it's just an outlet for me but yeah that definitely uh that says something for sure about how I've been dealing with this I've definitely been shoving a lot under under the rug Mm -hmm. so to speak um and just letting it all out this weekend which is I mean that's what vacations are for yeah you're supposed to let everything go and and relax and and sort of reset so I'm trying to embrace that any way I can but I've been doing it with gaming so what's that song we play games a lot to avoid the the depression depression. yep same (laughs) truer words have never been sung yeah no seriously I mean and I know there's a ton of you out there that relate I mean the reason I game in general is to escape but I think it's like I think it's 2020 catching up to my vacation with mm-hmm. like the amount of escape that I need. And obviously, I need a lot. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah, neither of us have really stopped. I know a lot of people did for a while the full lockdown and we were fortunate and unfortunate in that we have not stopped. We have been working since day one. And we've continued to work. And I think that has also caught up to us quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I definitely else. would have preferred, I pre- like if I had to choose between losing my job and keeping my job, I would obviously keep my job. Oh, yeah. And anyone sure. that's struggling to um, like get a job or did lose their job, my heart's out for you. But at the same time, there's a different kind of struggle with continuing to work through this. Yeah. It's, it's more passive and less abrupt but it's there um obviously like i said it's a hundred times worse if you had lost your job but so i can't even speak to that but um yeah it's a different kind of um, it's a it's more emotionally exhausting i feel like to some degree or maybe not more i don't know i wouldn't say more everyone is struggling both the same and differently with COVID-19, but I think comparing struggles is a bad idea. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare them. I'm just saying that working through all of this is a different kind of struggle. No matter what way you look at it, it's all shit. (laughs) That's true. It's it's all crap. We're all going through shit right now. All of our shit might be different, but we're all going through shit. Yep. So appreciate everyone's struggle. Acknowledge everyone's struggle. It may be different than yours, but it's still a struggle. We're all struggling, but... We're also all in this together. We're all in this together. I'm not joining you on that one. How many songs can we break into in this podcast? Hopefully no more or else (laughs) we're going to lose all of our listeners. (laughs) Um, And then, I mean, we briefly touched on it, but just the mental aspect of all of this is, is probably one of the most crushing parts. I mean... I already, which I I know I've talked about, I've already struggled with depression and anxiety, and this has just really full-blown panic attacks, meltdowns. I mean, I say I probably have at least one a week. (laughs) I used to be decently under control, and I feel like I've lost what 
little control I did have over my mental health conditions. I'm, I'm still getting through. I'm still muddling along, but I definitely feel that I've gone back quite a few steps in my ability to cope with a lot of my mental health struggles. And with you, you're a bit of a hypochondriac, and so I know towards the beginning of COVID-19, you definitely had more anxiety than you do now, but you had a time there where this was really scary for you. Yeah, I woke up feeling, in the very beginning, uh, I woke up feeling like really hot and like sweaty and I thought I had a fever and I was like, I immediately started freaking out and I was like, oh my God. I feel, I feel like I'm a lot better now, um, but yeah, definitely in the beginning, it was a huge culture shock for me like yeah. to just be in a, be in this situation, so. So let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next section of the podcast today, we've gone over all of the depressing and personal things, and I thought we would just sort of go into more of a positive message about taking care of yourself because that is the name of the game right now is taking care of yourself um quick psa to kick it off stay safe wear your mask wash your hands wash those dirty hands Mm. use your hand sanitizer and um, be cautious be careful yeah i mean it actually goes a long way and i just said this to you the other day um just touching a grocery cart is actually pretty gross regardless of COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, I've like, always been a germaphobe. So honestly, all of the things that people do now, like use hand sanitizer and not touch germy things, I never did any of that before. So that has been the only easy transition for me. Yeah. I, I definitely was like conscious of it before a little bit. And I was like, I should probably wash my hands when I get home. But like that was the thought. And then I probably never did. But like now I'm definitely much more cautious of it. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to your body. I would say that's one of the most important things during all of this is listen to yourself, listen to your body, and practice self-care. Make sure that you're still doing things that help you, whether it be playing video games or taking a hot bath with some bubbles or watching your favorite show. Just make sure you're doing things regularly that support your spiritual being and make you happy. Or go see a chiropractor. <laughs> or go see a chiropractor. Shameless Summit Chiropractic. Plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, if you live in the Bath area, this podcast is unofficially supported by... <laughs> Dr. Moody. Yeah, we, uh, we've both been seeing a chiropractor lately, and uh, it's been nice. It has good. been. Chronic pain, yo. It's not a good thing to live with. It's something I've ignored my whole life, and I finally decided to take a step towards some serious self-care and get my my body taken care of, and... Anthony has done the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. (laughs) Um, Another really important thing, be careful what media you're consuming and who you're letting influence you. There's a lot of media in the world in general. There's even more now with the pandemic and the recent election. And just be careful who you're listening to. Be careful with everything there's a lot of people that want you to think or feel one way or the other and you don't have to you can think and feel however you want to think and feel and that's okay yep also um i think for me 
because I try I was watching a lot of media around the election time as most people were um, and one thing to keep in the back of your head that I think is important is that these are people talking they're humans they go to sleep at night they wake up and have breakfast just like you and I do uh, well actually I didn't have breakfast this morning but anyway regardless of that you know what I'm trying to say um, they're just people right and they have their own opinions and regardless of regardless of whatever news outlet they claim to be a part of and non-biased opinions it's biased and no matter what you you know what you think um, if you're listening to a particular news media and you think that they're the best because they align with your views they're still just people right mm -hmm. and um, that's something that I've kept in the back of my head that's helped me um, listen to people without believing everything they say is like that they're no different than your your own thoughts and opinions so if you want to just think for yourself that's something that a lot more people should start doing honestly um, I think this country is really divided if you're listening in America um, well I mean it's obviously divided the election sort of proved that yeah. that we're split right down the middle and uh, you know that's uh, that says something um, about media in particular too is that um, you, they, that you can't have your own like opinion you have to it's like you have to pick a side and mm -hmm. that's not a good place to be no it's not unfortunately that is the way it is but yeah i know i mean anyone with a political background would be like well that's what a democracy is it's like yeah i know but you know what like think for yourself yeah. <laughs> And it's good to be educated. I think learning about things is great, but I do think there's a fine line between being educated and consuming too much media. There's a lot of fake news. There's a lot of slander. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot out there, and we don't have to consume it all. It's not good for us. Yeah. And along those lines, on a more personal note, be careful who is in your life right now. Keep your loved ones close. But, but cut. keep your enemies closer. No, no, I'm just no, 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 no. That's the opposite of where I was going. <laughs> cut Sorry, out, cut out the toxic people. If there's someone in your life making you feel bad, it is time for them to go. It's it's not worth it having someone in your life. And if they're they're not going to be your cheerleader, then they don't get to be there at all. So reevaluate, think about the people in your life. If there's someone in your life that you love that makes you feel good, pull them close. Tell them you love them. Tell them you appreciate them. If there's someone that makes you feel bad, say bye-bye. They can yeah. go. Well, that's not to say, though, um, that people get lost sometimes. Um, one thing that I've learned being the age that I am is um, sometimes your friends and family can change. And for whatever reason that is... Um, I know I changed when I met someone a while back, and uh, I lost myself, but I'm, I feel like I'm back and working on myself every day, um, but I was definitely lost, so I would say listen to that advice because it's good advice, but also if it's like a friend and they seem to have changed under stress, don't be afraid to reach out and see if they're okay you know for sure um, but you also don't have to sit and take abuse from somebody right there's a that's where you have to figure out where to draw your line You're, yeah i mean people i know myself i draw i don't really draw a line at all and that's sort of a problem um but i think draw a line where it makes sense where you're not getting abused and you're if it's if it's no longer benefiting you as a human being then it's probably not worth it 
Yeah, and that goes back to listen to yourself. Yeah. If if it's someone you care about, they're going through a rough time and you want to be there for them, then good on you to be there for them. But that doesn't mean that they can outright abuse you and you'll just take it. You you need to listen to yourself and say, okay, I know this person is going through a tough time, but I don't deserve to be treated this way. And if I need to take a step back, then I need to take a step back. And I think that's hard for people to do, especially right now. Yep. Yep. Don't draw it out for longer than it needs to be. And again, along those lines, don't let people pressure you outside of your comfort zone. With COVID-19, my hope is that everyone is trying to be as careful as they can, but there's a lot of peer pressure out there to do things that aren't exactly safe, like go to a restaurant and eat with a bunch of people or go to a party or you know, all of these things, if you, if your friends are pressuring you to do that and you don't feel comfortable, don't, don't do it. There's nowhere that says that you have to do it. If your whole family's getting together for Christmas this year and you don't feel comfortable, don't go. Yeah. Set up a Zoom call. Yep. Set up a Zoom call. Tell them that you just don't feel comfortable. You don't want to, and that's okay. Don't let people pressure you to do something that you're not okay with doing. Agreed. And last but not least, if you are seriously struggling during this time and you need help, ask for it. Be your own advocate. Seek professional help. Seek whatever help you need to get through this time because it is a hard time. And it's okay to need help and it's okay to ask for it. Yep. Like little man. Like little man who is just licking and jumping between our laps and being very needy. But he's a good boy. (laughs) Well, I thought we would end things on a positive note. A few months back on the radio show I listened to, they did a segment on having people call in and say the things that they're looking forward to because at some point we will get past this pandemic there will be a world after COVID-19 and we will be able to return to normal at some point so instead of wallowing in what currently is sometimes it's nice to just think about what will be so I wrote down a couple of things that I'm looking forward to and I asked you to do the same and I thought Instead of playing like a hokey game, we would just talk about just a couple of quick things that we're really looking forward to. Sure. Do you want to like alternate or just bang mine out and then... Yeah, let's alternate. Uh, One of the things I am most looking forward to that I miss more than anything is going to a coffee shop and just people watching. Mm. You know that that's one of my favorite things to do. Not like in a creepy way, but... No, I know. I feel like most people, people watch. Yeah, I love going to coffee shops, having a fantastic latte, and just watching people. Yeah, that is fun. It's my favorite pastime. Uh, Mine's sort of related. I said eating inside of a restaurant, um, like going out to uh, Sebago Brewing Company, or Mm. like, we, I mean, we don't, we never really did it often, but it's the fact that it's been like over a year since we've really gone out and like had good food. Yeah. That... It sucks. And as much as I like, like, um, support, you know, supporting our businesses around here and trying to, um, occasionally eat, um, take out, you know, at local places, um, 
it's just nice to like go out, mm-hmm. you know, dress up nice. Have and, the experience. Yeah, exactly. So I can't wait to do that again. Uh, speaking of Sebago Brewing, one of mine was going to tastings again, mm. going to breweries and doing tastings. I love doing that. Yeah. Maine is one of the best places for local breweries, and I just miss experiencing that. It's fun, especially in the summer. Yeah, definitely. So I miss that a lot. Um, so this is something that I thought I'd never say, but like playing sports, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> never do it anyway. But like tennis, I've had like I really, really wanted to play this year. Um, like I wanted to just grab a few people. I joined. Um, Ader gave me that app that oh, lets yeah, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It like you can basically Finds people for you. Yeah, they they basically it's like social media, but for like tennis, it's awesome. Um, and those notifications have been going off like crazy, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to play, <laughs> but I don't want to like. I guess I could have technically, but I don't know. I mean, as far as things go, that probably would have been somewhat safe, but meeting up with a bunch of people you don't know and who they may or may not have been exposed to is yeah. also not ideal. Nope. So I stayed away from it, but I would like to do that again. And, and this winter, I really want to play hockey, but who knows if that's going to happen. Yeah, so. ice rinks. I don't know if those will be a thing this year. No. Um, game nights with friends. Around this time yes. last year, we had that awesome game night where we got a handful of couples together in our apartment, and we served some bomb-ass hors d'oeuvres, we and sure we did. played games, and it was just a great night. And I don't think we'll do that this year because it's just not safe, but I'm looking forward to getting people together again and doing game nights. Yep. And speaking of that, we have really good segues, uh, seeing old friends, so like hanging out with... Uh you know, people that we haven't seen in over a year. Um, I'd love to meet up with Ken and play some uh, Ultimate Frisbee with him. Yeah, and I'd like love to see Tommy and Steph yeah. and just shoot the shit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, another good segue, being e- able to freely and easily visit my family because I am mm. not from Maine and Massachusetts is no longer on the exempt state list. It was for a very brief amount of time, and I did go get to see my family, thankfully. But I normally go to see my family every couple of months, so that hasn't been a thing this year, and that's rough. So I look forward to just being able to go see my family whenever I want to again. Yep. But you have to admit, we did find, we had the perfect window of we did. Yeah, it was year. an exempt state for about a month, I think. And we went. And we so. went. So that was good. I'm glad that I did get to see them this year. Hmm. Um, I'm sure I have more that I'll think of later, but that's all I wrote down. Well, my next two are mutual. They're things that, well, one thing is something that we planned on doing this year and didn't get to do. And one thing is what we're planning on doing in 2021. So the first thing is we were supposed to go to Scotland this past summer, Mm. which we did not get to do. Mm -hmm. I have not met Anthony's best friend, Fraser, and I would like to, and I would also love to see Scotland. So I am, I know that we will do that at some point. That's a definite. So I look forward to when we do get to do that. Mm. It's beautiful. Yep. Life-changing, I'd say. Yep. I'd, I'd really like to see it. Everyone I've, I've talked to that has been there says the same thing. So I'd really like to see it. And then our wedding. I'm yeah. really looking forward to our wedding. 
You got to start planning that thing. We really do need to start planning (laughs) that thing. Wedding planning during a pandemic is also not fun because any vendor of any kind that you talk to is so uncertain about everything that they don't really want to nail anything down, which is tough. Yeah, which is for a wedding is very stressful. Yeah, because you need to, you know, all those guides are like, you need to have this planned at six months and this planned at eight months and this planned. And it's like, yeah, it's can't. No one will give me answers, so I can't. (laughs) But we do have our venue booked. I bought a dress. We're we're halfway there. (laughs) That's all you need. That's all you need. Oh, we have food picked out as well. So, you know, we got the big stuff. Just all the little stuff we got to do now. (laughs) All right. Well, that about does it for me. Well, thanks for joining us for another podcast episode, and we hope to um, do this again shortly, soon, and uh, keep yeah. it rolling, keep the ball rolling this time. I don't know how regularly we'll do this, because again, in the theme of taking care of ourselves, I, if we don't feel like recording an episode, I don't think we'll push ourselves to record an episode. So I can't say that these will be super regular, but when we have something to talk about, we'll make sure to let you know. Definitely. And uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram. Do we have a Twitter? No, we don't. No, because neither of us really do Twitter. Yeah. Maybe we will. So follow us on Instagram. It's uh, LML Podcast. And um, you can find us there. We can ask questions and you can stay up to date with us. And Anthony has a YouTube and a TikTok if you would like to plug those real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. If you're into technology, um, uh, Terra Novus on TikTok. If you want some helpful tips and tricks, and if you're into general technology, um, my YouTube's a good source for that. Uh, that's at Terranova Tech. And I may or may not start streaming again. I did that for a brief amount of time. You definitely should. I know I should. I really enjoyed it. A lot of people enjoyed it. It's been on my list of things to do once I gain my sanity back. I'm almost there. So hopefully that's something I will start up again. Stay tuned for that. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.